0: Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's awesome to have so many of you out there listening. So thank you. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the eCommerce Master Plan. I'm an author, speaker, and advisor, and I focus on e-commerce marketing, getting you more traffic and orders. Last time we got deep into the world of content marketing with Jacqueline Parisi, copywriter at the USA arm of HelloFresh. You can join in the chat about that and anything else e-commerce in the e-commerce masterplan world Facebook group that you'll find at e-commerce masterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Now I want to introduce you to today's special guest. Jane Mason is the Managing Director at The Natural Birthing Company, an award-winning range of natural products designed by midwives to soothe the journey from bump to baby. Selling both direct to customers via their own website and to many retailers, including the UK high street giants, Holland & Barrett and Boots, they launched in 2014 and grew 60% in the last year and are aiming for a half million pound turnover in the coming year. Hello, Jane. Hi, Chloe. Hi, thank you for having me on your podcast. How are you, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, really good. And it's an absolute pleasure to have you on and congratulations on the 60% growth. That's very cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Really, really pleased with that. Definitely. Well, look, I've, we're going to get into how things are now and how you achieve that and various other things in a moment. But first off, could you let the listeners know how you got started in e-commerce?
1: Well, we developed a range of products because the, the whole point of the products was that we wanted to help women and support them through pregnancy. And we kind of focus on things that other people don't talk about. So you might of label it as women's things or the sort of things that get a hush whisper or something like that. So once we developed the products, it, we took them to a baby show and the women loved them. We had interest off retailers as well, but really the e-commerce was just the shortest, quickest to get them out there because retailers take such a long time to sort of make decisions and then bring them in and put them on the shelves. So just straight to be able to sell them on the internet was was just a quick hit.
0: Cool, so did the um, the internet site, the e-commerce site, was that live by the time you went to the show or not?
1: No. Um, well, we'd, we'd got a website um, because at the time we were sort of doing antenatal classes and hypnobirthing classes. So we were more service at mm-hmm. that point, service led. So we'd got the website. Um, and like I say, we took these products to the baby show. Not, it, was, it was really done as a way to earn some money back from the fees that you have to pay at these expensive shows. We thought if we could sell something whilst we were there, you know, it would help to pay for the cost. So we were taken away, blown away by the the women's reaction to it, that we sort of then came back and said, right, now we need to get these on the website. We need to get um, an e-commerce part of the website built and and get them on so we can sell them, you know, uh, across the country.
0: Well, so you... You were running, because you've been a midwife midwife previously and you were running courses Mm -hmm. and events for people to help them through Mm -hmm. pregnancy. You went to the baby show to promote that, thought let's sell Mm -hmm. some product whilst we're there, developed a product and everyone loved it so much you were like, ooh, we best do more with this. (laughs)
1: Basically, I mean... Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) It was crazy because it literally took a month from thinking oh cry to me we're going to this baby show It's cost a lot of money I'm not sure there'll be lots of women there wanting our services because of the location of the show to where we were actually based yeah so within a month we'd come up with okay right well we've always wanted to do these products let's do them let's find an aromatherapist. therapist let's brainstorm some some products let's get a made let's get the labels done we were sticking labels on home in an evening and literally driving to the baby show doing the final touches so it was very much like a last minute panic (laughs) so yeah so when we actually the the products went down a storm the women loved them um you know it was a a real you know a real feat really and a fantastic feeling so
0: Thank goodness you uh, you had the brainwave of finally creating your products to help pay for the show yeah. because um, it yeah. wouldn't have, you wouldn't have ended up going down this path without it.
1: Well, no, 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 definitely.
0: Excellent. So what were the products you took to that first show? Did you take kind of one or did you go for like a massive range?
1: We had a massive range, to be honest. We did loads of different things. We did baby things, we did mummy things, we did gift sets, we did individual things. I mean, the, the list was endless. So from the baby show, once we sort of came back, uh, sort of then we started getting interest from retailers, we sort of had to take stock of everything and really kind of go back to the drawing board to sort of say, right, now we need to make this kind of fit for national sales, big retailers, you know, they wanted certain things on, on the packaging and everything. So, we had to skim it right down and take it right back to the basics. And that's where we got the four core products that we currently do.
0: So, that, those four core you selected based on what the retailers wanted, on the basis that clearly uh, they know what's going to sell, uh, or you hope so, and what the customer feedback was at the show as well? I
1: think it was about sort of prioritising that mm-hmm. the word midwife actually means with woman so we kind of immediately sort of cut the baby products out because you know say like out of 20 products there was no way that financially for one thing we could actually take all of that lot forward and there was a lot of baby products out on the shelves you know it seemed to be everybody was doing baby products but not that many people were focusing on the woman she often gets forgotten So, immediately we cut sort of half the range out because we said, no, let's shelve the baby idea. Let's focus on the mummy. You know, she's the important one in all of this. So, you know, that cut a lot out. And then again, it was around sort of looking at what was really unique about the products. And again, you know, some of the products that the people were doing. And again, from a financial point of view, it was right, what are the key ones that we can take forward that are totally unique to us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that are different, that are going to make retailers sort of stand up and look at you. And that that's why we chose the ones that we did.
0: So, so it was really playing yeah. to your strengths then, in a manner yeah, of speaking? that's what we wanted to do, yeah, because
1: obviously the USP of the brand is that, that there's a, a, a registered, a fully working, practising midwife behind it. So using the knowledge of a midwife, we knew the, what women go through. I mean, we've been through it, it ourselves as well, um, as mummies. But we know what they go through day in, day out. We've seen what goes out, goes on down below, so to speak, of the, <laughs> the aftermath of birth. So, and as a midwife, we call a spade a spade. We just hit things straight on. We don't whisper or yeah. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink, anything. You know, so. <laughs> that's what makes our products quite different you know that we like I say we support with things that other people then talk about
0: excellent so of those those four core products I'm assuming are still around but have you expanded the range since since then
1: well, we have changed a couple of products slightly, just changed the sizing of them or the sizing of the packaging and the retail prices accordingly. And then we developed a gift set. So that, that then brought all four products, full-size products, into a lovely little gift set, which is perfect for baby showers or for that pregnant woman at a birthday, at Christmas, even Mother's Day. You know, mummies-to-be can still celebrate Mother's Day. Um, so we did that more recently, um, but and then we have a lot of exciting plans for
0: <laughs> what's coming up. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to make you share those because um, because <laughs> I don't want anyone else to beat you to the market. But the, I suppose no, the, no. the other great thing about bundling products together, be it for a gift pack or, you know, for whatever else our, our listeners might be doing, is, of course, it raises the price point, doesn't it? So rather than someone coming on and yeah. buying a £10 item, they're buying a £20, 30 £40 yeah. item, which is yeah. never a bad yeah. thing. <laughs>
1: And obviously and obviously the things with gift sets is that if you break the prices down, if you were to add the four the prices of the four individual products up and then we throw in a couple of lovely organic flannels as well. So the actual value of that gift set is far more than what you're selling it for. So you are sort of ramping that sale up in the woman's head because she comes on and she thinks, Well, I'd touched by that and I'd touched by that but actually for like another Ten, twenty 20 quid i can get all of that together so you often then get the sale of the gift set rather than the original thought in her head which was just to get the two products maybe and actually the gift set is one of the leading products that we sell you know that we sell it the most on a couple of the platforms that we're on so well,
0: let's talk platforms a minute so which platforms are you selling on
1: so we've got our own website obviously um but then we sell on not on the high street mm-hmm. um which is like a gifty platform we sell on all the amazons uh, globally the various different ones we sell on like 13 different ebay sites across the world uh, we sell on trade me which is a new zealand website yep. uh, platform new egg in the states in america um, and then we're also on with the Hut Group. So the Hut Group are also international. So they run the websites called Look Fantastic, um, Hair HQ, Beauty Expert. It's like quite a massive mm. uh, online retailer. And then obviously Boots and Holland and Barrett and Superdrug, they're all UK bricks and mortar stores, but they're also heavily online as well. And then lots of little independent people. So like independent sort of pharmacists or health food shops or baby shops and they all have their websites as well so it's a broad spread really yeah. So
0: you've really ticked every phys- every um kind of sales channel apart from um building your own physical store which i think is probably a good idea um <laughs> yeah. let, let boots yeah. let boots on and barrett and that deal with the with the yeah. machinations yeah. of a physical store and just keep keep it relatively simple Between, I would say, you know, you've got that wholesale side, your own retail website, and then you've got the Mm -hmm. whole, the not the wholesale. You've then got all those marketplaces you've gone on. Mm. Are they all? Do you think they're all going to be core for the future for you? Are you really pleased you're on all of them, or is there does it create a lot of workload?
1: I mean, to me, well, in a sense, it's like the more the merrier because mm-hmm. um, when somebody just taps into Google Natural Birthing Company, then not only is our website coming up, but we could, but all the the Boots website comes up, the the look fantastic websites come up, so you are sort of getting in the more hits, you know, through the Google uh, answers. So, in that respect, it's really good. Sometimes I get a little bit worried if websites sort of start, like, really heavily discounting your product and things like that, and it all starts to look a bit kind of trashy. (laughs) So, yeah, we do have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful sort of what platforms we're putting them on and who's in control of those platforms. So, we are quite careful. Um, For example, we sort of – um, on the Amazon platforms we're in control of that we don't sell to Amazon as such you know yeah. it's sort of we're on the marketplace as a seller so we can control how our uh, like yeah. advertisement looks you know and the prices and everything so um, we kind of learned that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's um there's a lot of different ways to sell on Amazon and different ones yes. work for different businesses so yes, I suppose being, it can be quite
1: frightening <laughs> yeah
0: being across to those platforms must must have a big very hard to measure but a very big brand awareness side as well because it really is putting the product in front yeah. of the customer isn't it
1: yeah yeah definitely like like i say you know if the uh, if the google sort of even if it's a sort of google perineal massage oil then we'll come up in the google shop thing maybe not potentially from our own website but certainly from these you know these big international names they'll you know will be on via them so Uh, definitely raises the profile of the brand definitely
0: excellent and uh i want to focus a little bit more in on your own e-commerce operation for a bit which Mm -hmm. um what's the uh what's the platform you're using for that is that shopify magento woocommerce or have you got something bespoke
1: it's shopify now uh we 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 did do wordpress um but we had lots of kind of issues on the e-commerce side of that mm. with sort of like updates and plugging updates and it all got very complicated so we just sort of like drew a line underneath it scrapped it and then um set up with shopify which has been far simpler far more straightforward and like the look of it and from the customer point of view it's it's just brilliant a lot a lot better
0: if anyone um, listening is thinking of making that switch from WordPress to Shopify or just starting off on Shopify, you can get a nice little discount on your Shopify if you head to com forward slash Shopify. Um, and I, I have to – I love that, you're, you know, you're saying – it was so complicated before and now it's so simple. And I think that's why so many businesses are now moving to the likes of Shopify is because they look after stuff for you. You don't have to worry about hosting. Yeah. You don't have to worry about site security. You don't have to worry about have you done all your WordPress updates, which, you know, is a daily task, quite frankly, as someone who or yeah, all of whom yeah. sites are on WordPress. So, um, so I'm glad to hear it's going well for you. Given you're on Shopify, there must be a couple of widgets you've got working in there.
1: Yeah, I mean we've got something called digital downloads, um, because one of the items on our um own website and it's it's um it's only on our website, nobody else does it, is our uh, ebook. Mm-hmm. So customers come on, they click to order the ebook, the page 299, ninety nine, and then this digital downloads obviously then enables that to technologically magically happen <laughs> get the ebook <laughs> sent to them. Um, which is far better than me sort of having to send an email. So it looks yeah. far more professional. Um we've got a pop up um Plug-in thing as well, because like a lot of people, when you first enter our website, there'll be a little box that pops up that says, hi, would you like 10% off your first order, sign up for email, that kind of thing, which then links in with a MailChimp uh, plug-in thing as well. So obviously then the people get added onto our MailChimp database. to enable us to do newsletters or whatever we want to do with them. We've got product review plug as well to enable people to leave uh, reviews on products. And then the Stripe payment system. So they handle all the, the checkout things. Um, a currency converter because we are international. We do yep. posts everywhere. So that that is helpful. And then finally, a map Um Plug in, so it's about our stockist and you can click on the world map and then find out, you know, where your nearest stockist is. Which I do have to admit isn't brilliant—not <laughs> <laughs> my favourite thing on the website. And it is something that we're going to uh, work on in the coming weeks. So uh, I'm not professing that we've got a perfect website. It always there's always room for improvement. Oh, isn't um, there
0: just though? Um, I want to nip back yeah. to one of those pieces you're saying about. You say you're selling the ebook for two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I assume yeah. that's about how to use the products.
1: No, it's actually it's called a birthing body ebook. So it's aimed at the pregnant woman with lots of information about pregnancy and birth. So there's like um, tips for what to pack in your hospital bag. There's tips on how to get yourself through labour. Sort of different positions that you can adopt and different kind of like having a tool bag of tricks you know so it's sort of suggesting different things that you can use when you're in labor and um, there's also a birth and partner survival guide which is brilliant for um whoever's going to be with you in labor <laughs> a lot of women if they taking the partner or the husband and the men always get a little bit Fearful and a little bit anxious about well what you know what can I actually do that's going to help you know and some men from my experience in a midwife some men kind of shrink into the corner of the of the delivery room because I'm not really knowing what to do so this is why I wrote the Birth and partner survival guide so that the guys can read it and obviously if the woman downloads it she can then share it with a with a partner onto his phone and then whenever there's somewhere that the board that got 10 minutes to hand they can just bring it up on the phone and they can scroll through it and read through it and there's loads of tips for, for what they can do to help so oh, it's like wow. a collection of like information and advice really with a couple of links to the products. <laughs> just yeah. just, and hopefully if they bought the book, and they click on a link and they go oh I didn't know they sell this as well so now I'll
0: <laughs> order one. <laughs> Excellent and um, do you advertise as such that book within the information that goes out with each product?
1: Um, to be fair, we don't actually, um, maybe it's something we could look at doing. I mean, um, obviously if they've come on and ordered the product from us direct on the website, then they're sort of seeing, cause it's on the same shop page, then they're seeing the ebook there anyway. Um, but if they're buying the product from anywhere else, they wouldn't know about the, the ebook. So, you know, it, it may be something that we can include you know on the Luceton and things going forward so I'd like to do more with it (laughs) I'd I'd like to do more with it I'd like to sort of get it onto Amazon as an iBook thing or whatever the (laughs) call and sort of actually publish it and and do all that sort of thing so that's another uh, job on my to-do list for this year
0: oh and aren't there just so many um, so yes. uh, one last question about, about the business as it is now your team how, you, you know, you're managing all these different channels you've got the website you've got the mm. product production all the rest of it how many of you are mm. there and, and um, how are you splitting up the work?
1: Right well that's a good question and we're quite unique in the way that we're sort of we are a team because um, so let me try and make this simple so my co-director <laughs> My co-director is called Barry. He owns another business, his own business, which um, they're called Soul Retail. And they sell online a lot of cosmetic brands. So he sells Mm -hmm. natural birthing company stuff, but he also sells lots of household name shampoos and body washers and this sort of thing. So he has a team of people. So what we do is that his team of people actually manage the website for natural birthing company they manage the ordering system they are now sorting out the social media for us so i kind of go via him to his team so they're kind of partly in-house but partly outsourced as well so it's a little bit of a unique position mm,
0: so they're clean. not my
1: employees they're kind of like my co-director's employees <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like that though and um, and and apart from you and the co-director is there anyone else in the business
1: there's a couple of other directors that are smaller shareholders and they're sort of really just you know the guys that we go and have a, a director mm-hmm. meeting with every so many times a year and so they're, they're not heavily involved in the day-to-day running but it's myself and barry that are constantly on the phone to each other and <laughs> all the rest
0: <laughs> you know. so they, so you really well so what would you say is your primary focus is it the product
1: uh as a, as opposed to what 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 do you mean i mean
0: as as um is it are you focused on the wholesaling the product um production the marketing
1: Definitely. all of it
0: yeah yeah oh all of
1: it um well i mean we have the product manufactured for us so it's our own formulation so we own the formulation so but we don't manufacture that ourselves that's that's outsourced um and then um barry's uh, business handles all the logistics side so all the warehousing all the ordering so when we go into booths have to send it in on pallets and all Mm -hmm. of that so they handle all of that so um it kind of offloads all of that side of things so it it then literally is around the product and it's the new products coming on board and the selling of that product and the marketing of that product really that stays with
0: natural birthing. Ah, Cool. Well, you know, we've just kind of dived into lots of different aspects of your business, but what do you think is the most awesome thing about the natural birthing company right now?
1: Um, I, I think that considering we started four years ago now, we have always been natural product. We have always been cruelty free, always been vegan, always been recyclable packaging. And it's kind of now coming into fashion. The mm-hmm. vegan things exploded. That's massive. The cruelty-free kind of on the back of that has also exploded <clears throat> and is massive. And the recyclable thing, only literally within the last few weeks, we're talking about getting rid of the plastic beads and everything, you know, because of the, um, you know, the effects on the environment and mm-hmm. everything. And so I think the thing that, that makes me really excited about our brand is that we were doing this four years ago. And... And now it's sort of coming to fruition. And I feel like we're really leading the way on on this kind of product. So
0: it's like the time is now.
1: Yes, yeah, and sort of we're sort of ticking a lot of boxes, but we've always ticked those boxes, but now suddenly they're even more important than ever. So I'm so pleased that we were already there, we were already doing it. It's like whilst Um, everyone
0: else is busy trying to tick the boxes, you can just get on with making sure whoever wants (laughs) to find someone who's already ticked the boxes, here we are. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah, for once life is easy in in that (laughs) way. But I think also as well it's about the sort of... The expertise that we bring and and the support that we bring into the woman that that excites me as well because so many people sort of bring brands out and at the end of the day they're just doing it to make money and while we all need to make money I'm doing it as well because I found a niche in the market where women weren't just they were just weren't supported with these issues and I wanted to really sort of help them and that's probably part of my sort of caring midwifery head that's the common shoulders, um, you know. So that that's
0: really exciting as well. Listen, and then I've got one last question before we go into the top tips, which is: earlier you mentioned about Google Shopping. You're appearing there because um, of the likes of Look Fantastic, etc. Advertising mm-hmm. your products with Google. I know a lot mm-hmm. of businesses who've developed their own product and who are wholesaling as well as retailing. Struggle with what restrictions they put on their wholesale partners. And it sounds, you know, a lot of them get. oh, you can't advertise our products on Google AdWords because they want to do that. Mm. It sounds to me mm. like part of your wholesale strategy is that you're outsourcing that problem, the problem of Google AdWords, et cetera, to mm. your wholesale customers. Would that be a fair way of putting it?
1: To be honest, we kind of just hand the reins over to them and let, let them get on with it. And um, we're very sort of aware that I don't want natural birthing companies website to be competition to our retailers. Boots wouldn't be very happy or the others wouldn't be very happy if we were number one on Google compared to them. <laughs> so they're, they're the big guys and they've got the money behind them to pay for the Google adverts and whatever else they're doing. So I think just just let them get on with it because at the end of the day, if they sell our product well, then they're going to order more off us. So it's not about sort of trying to sell as men at like 100 percent of the market through our own website just to be greedy and make more money. Actually, if you support your retailers and let them do all the selling, it's better to have more sales at less margin than only a few sales with a big margin. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. And I think that I think actually if by taking by having such an enlightened approach, and I would describe it as an enlightened approach that you're taking with this. I would say the end game will be that you'll make a lot more money over the Mm. next 12 months than you would if you were spending your entire time fretting about the fact that they were doing something you didn't want them to be doing
1: yeah no I I think just like great get on with it (laughs) get on with it (laughs) if you've got the money to pay for all of that and like I said before it just raises the whole brand awareness doesn't it so and you know they they're paying thousands and thousands of pounds for whole teams of people spending all their time on social media and google ads and all the rest of it and we just haven't got that money and that productivity to do all of that. So there's no point in trying to hold on to those reins, you know. Let them get on with it. <laughs> cool.
0: Well look, um I think it's time we go into the top tips round. And I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So uh Jane, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
1: Well, I think we can just learn a lot from other successful entrepreneurs. I mean, people like Duncan Ballantyne, like Alan Sugar, but the one I've read most recently uh, is Joe Malone. Joe Malone, who does the candles mm-hmm. and the the smelly things. <laughs> um, I I got given a book as a birthday present and absolutely fantastic I read it cover to cover literally within sort of like a couple of days because I mean obviously she's very akin to the same industry that I'm in Mm -hmm. um but but she came from nothing and really worked hard to get to where she got sort of thing and had a lot of hurdles along the way and it just really inspired me it really sort of made me think god you know she did it you can do it and and it's really nice just to sort of read that kind of story so I guess sort of these other people are very much the same if they start from nothing the struggle along the way there's always hurdles to overcome but then they finally make it. it it's just really inspirational for somebody you know like me to read
0: Excellent recommendation Okay the traffic top tip which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves?
1: Well my tip would be to spread it <laughs> To spread that marketing thing. Don't put all your eggs into one basket. <laughs> so um, one of the things that worked for us, and this was not um, planned or anything, mm-hmm. but actually I've now come to realize it is one of the best things, is the influencer. Is a celebrity. It's a famous person who just happens to put a photograph of your product onto Instagram and go, oh, look what I've been using today. And suddenly you say, oh, shoot up. <laughs> so, you know, you can put loads of effort and spend loads of money doing all sorts of things, but then you just get, you know, an ad hoc famous person doing that. And, you know, it's one of the best things. But if you try and plan it, to pay one of these famous people to do one of these you just can never afford so it's
0: um you've but, just got to get but, the product but, everywhere yeah. and keep your fingers crossed yeah. that someone will yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah I mean that's um that's how Santa Pay happened I was talking to the woman behind the Santa Pay brand and she was um doing fake tan for Victoria Beckham and she left her salon with the saint in a see-through bag on her shoulder. And all the paparazzi were outside and took photos of her. And then before you know it, saint was all over the press. And just, that was it. That was the story. And it just catapulted it from there. So...
0: Yeah, Lovely, happy accident. one of those
1: out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can have a happy accident, then that'd be brilliant.
0: <laughs> okay, the tool top tip. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plug-in, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day?
1: We don't really use a tool, but we just really have good teamwork. We just really have good communication. So like I said before, I work alongside Barry and with all of his team so just that sort of three-way emailing where you sort of CCing people in and you sort of forward in emails just really being on the ball with your sort of tight teamwork so that everybody is aware of what what's happening and you sort of drawing on people's strengths and sort of picking things up when you know that somebody else is really up to the neck in it you're not just sort of saying well that's your job so you better (laughs) do it you know so i think i think that's that's what works best for us just really sort of work bonding as a team
0: excellent and the growth top tip if you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to a thousand what would be your number one tip for them
1: Well, I'd say good luck to start with, (laughs) Um, (laughs) because that's some feat. Um, I think it's sort of a combination of your marketing – as we sort of, sort of just touched on before, it's like sort of doing lots of different things to hit lots of different sort of avenues with that. So you've got your bloggers and, and doing your own blogs and, and your videos on YouTube and social media and influencers and competitions and all sorts of things you can do in that thing. So it's about doing all that side of thing, But also getting your customer service right. And I think this is key particularly for some U.K. UK don't always have a good reputation with customer service. So I think it's about really getting that nice and, and tight so that you're quick to respond to people. It's nice and polite. It's over the top with, you know, sorting issues out if there are any and, and this kind of thing. And then reviews as well. Um, it's so important to try and get reviews and testimonials off your customers. Um, because we all do it if we go online and try to buy something. I mean, I know I do it. I always look to see, oh, how many stars has it got? Why has it only got that number of stars? And you sort of start mooching through the, the reviews. And it just makes you, for me, it makes my mind up as to what thing to buy. So I think it's a combination of all those three.
0: Excellent. Well, Masterplan World, you can find the top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you will see a link to this show. Now, Jane, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please?
1: Okay, so our website is www.naturalbirthingcompany.com uh we're also on facebook and twitter and instagram and pinterest and youtube and um, i'm going to be doing quite a lot of work on youtube this year doing some vlogging and also just to add that uh we're doing an offer for all your uh master plan listeners oh marvelous so thank anybody, you very much yes yeah, you're welcome so if anybody wants to go on our website and um buy any of our products that would be cool and if they put the word master plan into the checkout then it will give them 10%
0: of the product. Oh, awesome. Thank you very, very much, Jane.
1: And we do our free postage on anything over £10 as well. So that pretty much covers everything.
0: Sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will make sure links to everything there are in the show notes together with details of that offer. Plan World, you can find all of that at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or just head to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Jane, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You've been an awesome guest and I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for
0: having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, Claire. What a fascinating journey Jane has been on and I think will be on in the very near future. How cool to be at the position where everyone's really getting into the whole vegan, cruelty-free, etc. piece and really making making all their buying decisions based on that and to already have ticked the boxes so you can really aim in that route. The other key things I think I would take from from Jane's story were play to your strengths, the way in which they chose to push back or cut back the product range to really play to the bit they were she was most passionate about also the way in which she's she's organizing her marketing letting the wholesalers deal with it covering um and then letting the marketplaces deal with visibility very very clever given what she's she's aiming to do and i would also say how she sees everything as being about the customer. I mean, that is just writ clear in every single answer she gave me there. That focus on knowing the the, um, expectant mother and what they need and what they're going to value. And clearly that's why the business is growing at the rate it is. The final thing I'd say is how she accidentally, admittedly, but took the product to the market and tested it before going all in with that first baby show that they went to all the way back in 2014. I hope you've enjoyed this, this interview. Do, um, do share it with your other e-commerce friends. I'm always hoping that these will get into even more e-commerce hands and help more e-commerce businesses find their path forward, their path to success, their path to growth. So please do share it with them on Twitter, Facebook, over a coffee, over a pint. I don't mind. You could even put a review on iTunes if you fancy it and spread the word that way. Have a great week, all of you, and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the E-Commerce Master Masterplan podcast. Find out more at eCommerceMasterplan.com.